and welcome to this Property Life podcast. I'm Caroline Claydon and I'm a property investor and trainer and each week my friends and I will be speaking to very special guests about their adventures in property. This week I'm talking to Andrew Arer who has created a portfolio worth over £1.5 million in four years while working on a contract in Kazakhstan. He worked six weeks away and two weeks at home and built his business using other people's money. Andrew talks about an angel investor he sourced from social media who didn't know him at all and went on to invest over a quarter of a million pounds in his business. He attributes his success to his evolving mindset and confidence and has steadily built his business from buy-to-lets, rent-to-rent, HMOs and bigger developments. I know you're going to love this episode, so let's now hear from Andrew. Uh, we're joined today uh, by Andrew Arer, and he has a- achieved an incredible feat of creating a portfolio worth one and a half million pounds in four years while working at the same time in a job, right? Andrew, talk us through the process of how you managed to achieve that feat um, while holding a job down at the same time. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks. Thank you very much, uh, Caroline, for uh, at least inviting me for this podcast. You know, it's, uh, it's great, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, so um, I, I think, uh, I don't know, where do I start? You know, I start with um, uh, when my, the key why, you know, because uh, the key thing is uh, is the mindset, you know, in uh, going into property, you know. So I first of all started with... Um, my education, you know, which, uh, so I did the three days uh, training, you know, um, uh, just to understand their property, you know, and um, at the same time, I had to change my mindset, you know, to to, to learn that, you know. Uh, so at least just for your viewers, you know, I, I'm originally from Nigeria, you know, and uh, I moved to the, the UK uh, 2008 and through oil and gas, you know, so working in the oil and gas industry. And I uh, lived in uh, Aberdeen, you know, uh, working in the oil and gas industry. And uh, until everything was okay for me, you know, until uh, 2016 when I was uh, made redundant, you know, in the, in the oil and gas industry. Uh, based on the oil and gas downturn at the time, you know, so I had to, uh, I felt very bad, you know, at the time, you know, because it suddenly become, if I got to a point where I was thinking, wow, this is it, my job is uh, gone, you know, I felt very bad, you know, and I wanted to do something, I needed an extra income immediately, you know, because uh, funny enough, just within the six weeks before that, before I was made redundant, I had just uh, paid out a lot of money for uh, my immigration, you know, just to become permanent resident in the UK. And then here I am, you know, no savings anymore, suddenly made redundant, you know, and then I started thinking, oh, I need to do something, you know. Um, and that was how the search started, you know, and then I started looking for other ways. I look at stock markets, you know, I look at all the options, you know, and then suddenly property popped up, you know, this uh, training, oh, it's a seminar somewhere, you know, two-hour seminar. So I went, I did a two-hour seminar with my wife. We looked at it and said, ah, no, this could be a fraud, you know. No, no. So I had to, 
I had to do a, a, a little bit of research, you know, and um, I went for the three-day uh, training, you know, by uh, in Manchester. And uh, that was it, you know, during that three-day training, I was, I just got it, you know, about property, how to do the investment, uh, how to create your income and all of that, you know, and that was how I started, you know, I came back, um, uh, signed up for the trade, for the trainings, uh, got educated because I wanted to make sure that I understand the system, I understand the process, you know, because for me, it was very key for me because um, as I'm not originally from the UK, I wanted to make sure that I know every process of the system, you know, how it works, you know, so I had to sign up for the, for the course. You know, so that was it really. And uh, I got a coach and uh, with my redundancy money, I bought my first property, you know. Uh, so that was it, you know. So it's uh, from there on, you know, every year consistently, I've just been building my portfolio, I try and uh, consistently take action every year. And um, that's how I got to, to, to where I am, you know. Um, it's, it's quite amazing, you know, when you when you say the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. So strategy is so important in this game, and most people don't yeah. really think about strategy when they get yeah. started. Um, what was the main strategy that got, got you going, that kicked it off? Yeah, so for me, the, the key thing you know, is as, uh, in, during the training, you know, they had to tell you, you have to, to learn from, from the basic, you know. So I went with the buy to let, you know. So I started uh, with the buy to let. So the very first flat that I bought, which I still own today, you know, uh, it was a quite simple flat, you know. All I, all I had to do was to renovate the bathroom, you know, put uh, put some cosmetic work to be done, you know, paint, painting, new bathroom. I didn't even have to change the kitchen, you know. Really? So that was it, you know, yeah. So, and it rented just within a week, you know, I put it on the market uh, for rent, you know, and then that income started coming in, you know, so yeah. So I, I think uh, the key one was the buy to let, you know, and I've always done buy to let um, and then eventually, gradually move up uh, to other other strategies. Yeah. Okay, so we have to talk about money, right? Because whenever yeah. you talk about property, people think money, right? Yeah. And yeah. you'd spent all your money on your immigration. You were made redundant, and here you are. You've just spent your money, redundancy money, on your first property. How do you scale then if all your money's been used? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the thing is, um, as, as, as we are all, all taught as well, so we have to look at other options, you know, to try and uh, get the angel investment, you know, to to do the to do the deals, you know. So, of course, my first deal was my my uh, my own redundancy money. So I used that for the deposit, and I got a second deal. It's um, not up to six months yet, this on the six month rule, you know, so I couldn't refinance, you know, so, but between that, the next, uh, after I did the buy to let uh, first one, three months later, I got an offer accepted for the second deal. And then here I am, you know, I don't have any cash, I don't have anything, you know. So I started thinking, so how can I raise this money, you know? So I started speaking to people, you know, just uh, 
talking to my fr friends, you know, uh, who are also in the industry. And um, so that was how I was able to raise 10,000 pounds each from two friends, you know, uh, and that was uh, my next deposit, you know, for, for the second buy to let, you know. But luckily for me as well, you know, after I was made redundant, I started, I was working as well, contracting now, you know, so at least I have some sort of income to do the refurbishment, you know, so it wasn't all dry, you know, so I had some income. So, but if the first, the deposit for the second buy to let was uh, true angel investment, yeah. yeah. Now, cynical people, Andrew, are going to say, well, I don't have rich friends. I don't have rich friends that can give me money, so that's me stuck. What would you say to them? Uh, what I'll say is that uh, you, you don't need to have rich friends. You know, um, all, all you need all you need to do is speak to to people. You know, you never know who who is rich. You know, because the thing is, wealth is not written in people's faces. You know, you know, <laughs> you'd be surprised. You know who has a lot of money, you know, so just like with my, with my friends, I was just talking to them about the, my, my, my idea, my new venture of going into property. And uh, I showed them the first uh, buy to lay that I've done, you know, so they came around, they had a look at it. They said, oh, wow, this is quite good, you know, so, and I, I told them, okay, I'm trying to buy the next one, you know, uh, and I'm looking for, uh, angel investors, you know, so, so, you know, I was able to offer them an interest, you know, even at the time, because I didn't have any track record at all, actually paid an interest of 20%, you know, to start, to be honest, you know, <laughs> you know, but uh, to me, it was, it was okay, you know, because I wanted to start, you know, I was uh, driven to, to start uh, building my portfolio, you know, so you don't really need uh, someone with people that are rich, you know, uh, you need money, of course, you know, you don't need to know, know them because one person knows somebody else that knows somebody else that knows somebody else, you know, so it's just about getting the word out, you know. So. Exactly. So yeah. a good solid foundation of buy to lets to get started, but that yeah. would satisfy you for long. What was the next step after buy to lets for you in your portfolio? Okay, so <laughs> the next step was uh, actually a big one, you know, for me. Um, I sort of came into it accidentally, I would say, you know. I, I, I went to the journey of continue to get the bytolets, and then I went to view this uh, property with my wife uh, on a particular street. And then I was speaking to the estate agent, you know, the, the, the viewing agent, you know, that... Uh, I, I'm looking for this kind of properties. I need properties that need a lot of work. You know, can you, do you have anyone in this area? And then they told me that, oh, yes, there is one just along the street there, you know, and, uh, but it is really run down, you know. Are you sure uh, you can handle it? You know, so I went, I said, yeah, let me have a look at it. You know, I'm going to view it. And he said, it's four flats. I said, okay. four flats. Okay, let me have a look at it. So we booked a viewing the next day. I went went around uh, myself and my wife, and then we looked at the property. It was completely run down, you know. We couldn't even walk into the into the flats, you know. But uh, the flats they were all under one title, 
Okay. You know, so there was no way I could actually say I, I should buy this one on my. So I looked at the I, I looked at the uh, the deal, ran the numbers, and I, I asked them what. And it was I, the property wasn't actually on the market. You know, uh, you know. So I ran the numbers, and um, I sort of put in an offer. You know, for for the property, I put in a cheeky offer. And then they told me that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so um, can you make it up with another 20000 And I, at the time, I know that even with an extra 20000 it's just to be a very good deal, you know? So I went ahead, I said, no, you know, I can only increase it by 5000 you know? So that was how the offer got accepted for 150000 for four flats. Yes. So here I am, um, no money, uh, first of all, <laughs> you know, and um, I got this four flats development. Well, I had the idea, we looked at the flats, you know, and then I spoke to the an architect and the architect came around, looked at the flat and they were actually were able to structure the, the layout of the flat to create uh, two bedrooms from the one bedroom flat. So there are two one bedroom originally and then two studio flats, but they are very large studio flats and large one bedrooms. So we're able to change the layouts and um, created a two bedroom flat of the one bedrooms. And then we If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. studio flat we made them proper one bedroom flats you know Brilliant. and um so yeah so we said okay how can can this uh, can we get uh, building warrant approval for this and they said the architect said yes they can do that you know so i had this already and suddenly the numbers has jumped up again you know uh, that okay this could be a very good deal so i started speaking to all the joint ventures uh, about this deal so I got a joint venture uh, a partner who wanted to do the deal with me. Uh, so we're going along, you know, but the key constraint was the title split, you know, how, how are we going to do the title? Because it was all on one title. So there were a little bit of complication. Long story short, you know, we, the joint venture partner decided to pull out of the deal, Okay. you know? Uh, because of uh, the title issue. So I had a look at it, okay, what what do I do? You know, so I had to buy it myself, you know. So I went to the roots of the bridging finance, yeah. 
you know, they, so did a lot of things on that project, to be honest. And um, got an angel investor, you know, eventually, you know, to get involved. And uh, the angel loaned me the money to, to put the deposit. And then we started doing the development, you know. So that was um, a very, very big project for me, you know. Uh, so on that project, to be honest, if I had to start my journey again, I probably would have chosen it a different way. But in a, in a, also, I still enjoyed it, you know. Um, I still enjoyed the process. It taught me everything I need to know about development, planning permission, dealing with dry rocks, dealing with uh, roof, roof work changing plans, you know, raising development finance, you know, to fund it in different stages, you know. So I actually learned everything through that prayer process, you know. Uh, but I must also say that I didn't do all this on my own. It was through the guidance of a coach, you know. Yeah. From the beginning, I had my coach, you know, who was guiding me through every step of it, you know. So I had that confidence behind me that, you know, having someone who was very experienced, you know, behind me was very key, you know. And I, I think that was the, that, that's actually the key lesson here, you know, that you can achieve anything, you know, if you align yourself with somebody who has the experience, who have done it before, to guide you through it, you know. So yeah, so that was an interesting one, definitely, definitely. That is certainly quite a step after doing buy to lets for sure. Yeah. So four yeah. flats. What was your exits? Did you sell them? Did you keep them? Did you? Yeah. So, yeah. So what I did for the four flats is I sold one, you know, uh, developed it, sold one, and then I kept three of them, you know. So sold one, split the title out, and sold one of them, and the, the other three flats. Uh, still in the portfolio at the moment, you know, and um, because of that flood I sold, actually, we actually staged it. I had no choice, you know, the market was down, but I had to make sure I sell because I needed to recoup money, you know, so we staged this flood very nicely and it sold, you know, just within a week, you know, wow. and I naturally set a good market, new market value in that area, you know, which I was very proud of as well, you know, because it means that I've also added something, you know, back back to the to, to the location, you know, so which is quite Brilliant. good. So how long did that project take you? Yeah, so the project took me just about one year, you know. So for that whole one one year, one and let, let's say 12, 15 months, I would say. I didn't yeah. do any other thing, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> no All other purchase, nothing, you know. So yeah, it was uh, it was great. Yeah. Lots of people can get quite excited about the idea of the development side of it, but it is a different ballgame from you're investing, you know, buying the, the buy to lets, refurbing and getting out uh, and, and let. You can actually turn quite a lot of buy to lets over in a 12 month period. But I can see the attraction of maybe doing four at once. You're like, okay, four birds with one stone. But yes. it does have its challenges that it brings, as you've uh, pointed out. Yes. Yes. So yes. there we've done Vitalettes. We've done a development. Next, what's next on the, the horizon? What did you do next? 
So next, uh, <clears throat> because I really wanted to, my, my, my main why was to try and uh, increase my income, you know, because I, 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 I've seen what redundancy has done to me, you know, so I, I needed to increase my income, you know. So my next uh, deal, I started looking at HMOs, you know, but I was so scared, you know, because of the, the development that I, I just finished doing, you know. So I wanted a step. It, I, I wanted a different approach, you know, to getting into HMO. So I decided to do a rent to rent, you know, say so rent to HMO, you know. Lovely. So luckily, um, I approached the landlord, you know, who just the way words spreads around, you know, you tell people what you do, always tell people what you what you're doing, you know. So someone else approached me and said, oh, sorry, I'm moving abroad, you know. I actually wanted, I want someone to look after my property, you know. So I looked at the property and I saw the potential that uh, I could actually turn the property to HMO because it was in an area that at the time was attractive to professionals, oil and gas professionals coming to work in the area, you know. So I went into, the, took a lease agreement, corporate lease agreement with the landlord and then for five years you know um so that was how i went into hmo and um got all the all the property got the property ready for hmo change the doors fire doors make it all hmo compliance got the hmo license and all of that you know with the local council and then uh, that was how i got into uh, hmo you know and the first one year, one and a half year, this HMO was uh, renting uh, very well, you know, at least giving me an income of uh, 800 pounds uh, net, you know, uh, okay. per month, which was quite good. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> after that, you mentioned that you had a five year agreement for a year and a half, two years. It was great as an HMO. Then what? <laughs> yeah, so uh, so it was it was good as an HMO for that uh, for about two years, and suddenly there was a sort of a relocation of uh, companies, you know, uh, in the area. So this was in the Aberdeen area, you know. Suddenly, all the oil and gas uh, companies uh, relocated to different part of the city, you know. Um, so, which means that uh, the oil and gas professionals needing accommodation in that area uh, were reduced, you know, so the demand was low, you know, so, um, and what I did was I uh, had to think of another exit, you know, so I put it, we, we put it out for, for, for rent and then um, the council uh, rented it off, uh, off, off, off us, you know, and it's, it's been doing very well since then, you know, so which is quite good, you know. <laughs> well, the power yeah. of the multiple exits, right? Yes, yes, rent yes. To yes. Rent to social housing. Brilliant. Yes. That yes. will pique a lot of people's interest. They love the idea of controlling an asset without having to mm -hmm. put lots of capital into it to then have it generate uh, cash flow for them. It is an incredible strategy if you know what you're doing. Yes. So. Yes. After your rent to social housing, what's the plans next for you? Because obviously we've got the you know global pandemic going on around our ears. How's that affected your business? What's going on with your projects right now? So yeah, so I'm I'm uh, still just uh, doing uh, the the bite lights, you know. I'm uh, also looking at uh, more HMOs as well. 
you know. Um, so since that went to HMO, which uh, gave me a lot of experience, you know, in doing HMO, I was able to go ahead and develop my own HMO, you know. So my, my other project was just to buy another another property which I converted to HMO. So I've been doing HMOs and buy to let uh, as well. So this is what I have sort of continued doing. But now um, I'm doing more student HMOs, you know, uh, more in the location where uh, there's good demand uh, for students, you know. Um, of course, the pandemic has have had an effect on the student HMO, but uh, the student HMOs that I have, you know, they've done okay, you know, uh, they, they, they've covered the cost, you know, which is quite good, you know, yeah. uh, because a lot of the students have, uh, many of them are learning, uh, studying from home at the moment, but there's still a few students still in the, in, in the university who are doing uh, practical work, so they are still in the university. So, yeah, so those ones are, are, are doing okay, yeah. But in terms of the next step, uh, for me, um, because um, being in Aberdeen for 11 years, you know, and uh, now in property, now I'm growing my portfolio gradually each year, you know, um, I've sort of started looking at the future and look okay, what do I do next, you know, so I'm, of course, I'm still looking at the buy to let, but at the same time, I want to leave my job, you know, I want to be full time in property, but I'm not quite there yet, you know, so I'm looking for opportunities, you know, that will still give me the flexibility to yeah. keep doing uh, what, I, what I love doing, which is technology, you know, I, I'm, I'm a telecom engineer by background, I have over 25 years experience. Uh, in the oil and gas, so I also do consultant consultancy as well, you know. So I'm I've sort of started looking at how can I combine this my skill with property, you know. So in my future plan is to start looking at uh, developing smart homes, you know. Uh, so having smart homes, intuitive controlled homes, you know, where. You know, you can have access control into a property. You can have smart lighting, intelligent light lighting. You know, uh, smart music in your in your property and all of that. So those are the things I'm uh, sort of looking at at the moment. You know, to try and bring technology and property together. You know, I also remember that you, I, I think I must have seen in one of your podcasts. You you said you have uh, a guest house. You know that. Uh, totally control yeah so something like a, like, like an idea like that you know have such a development you know so that is actually my my future goal to have such development where i can bring the technology and the property together you know and just to develop smart homes you know um wow. yeah so that's that's actually the, the the key key focus going forward yeah and and you're still um up for doing uh, your contract work, and you you were meant to be somewhere quite uh, unusual. Was it was it Kazakhstan? You were meant to be yes, going to. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yes, you know. So, um, my last uh, contract, I was uh, based in Kazakhstan. You know, um, so I was there for for two years. You know, uh, I was working in Kazakhstan and still developing properties in uh, in Aberdeen. You know, so. I was on a sort of a rotational walk as well, you know, so six weeks I'm away, you know, and two weeks I'm at home, 
yeah. you know so but during the first two years of property being in property i had actually develop a very good power team, you know, a, a power team of builder, uh, solicitors, a mortgage broker. So this, uh, my, this team, a letting agent as well, you know, uh, they, they are always there, you know, to, to help me on my projects, you know, even when I'm away, you know, um, I made sure I had that good communication with them, you know, so yeah, so it was just until last year uh, when COVID hits, you know, that uh, uh, the contract was cancelled, you know, um, because of COVID, you know, so I had to uh, come back to the UK, you know, and um, the main difference between what has happened last year with me losing my contract and four years ago when I was made redundant was that Four years now, I'm a bit more confident yeah. with the fact that I have I have incomes that can support me. So I didn't feel as bad as I was. I felt when I was made redundant four years ago because I have developed that income stream, you know, yeah. for that period, you know. So, and that is what um, uh, is sustaining uh, us at the moment, you know. So just doing property full time. Uh, currently, you know, while at the same time still looking at other uh, contract roles that gives me the flexibility yeah. to do what I'm, I'm doing in property, you know, so. <laughs> incredible. You were six weeks out of the country and two weeks in the country and you still managed to build a portfolio. Uh, lots yeah. of people use that as an excuse as to why they can't do it. Uh, yeah don't have the time whatever so it really comes down to what drives you um and and, and you've, you've mentioned your why a couple of times so what would you say uh to someone who's thinking about getting started maybe nervous maybe cynical i mean you said this must be a fraud this can't be right you know what would you say to someone who is thinking about getting started and maybe feeling a little bit nervous as you were yeah so i think uh, the key thing is uh, you need to uh, understand your why, you know, and uh, why I, I think is the is the why that really drives you, you know, uh, because uh, property uh, is not easy, you know. Uh, with, with all the stories that I've, I'm, I must have mentioned, you know, it's challenging, you know. You have challenging with uh, challenges with finance, uh, mortgages as well, you know. So you you have different challenges at different stages, you know. But if you understand your why, then you know that you have something that is driving you, you know. And once you understand that, you know, you then need to understand that you have to get education, you know. And getting education is very key because that was what changed my mindset, you know. It changed my mindset about how to get into property, how to leverage debts in property, you yeah. know, and all of that, you know, so uh, I, I would say, you know, mindsets, you know, education and understanding your why is very key. You know, once you once you once you understand those, you know, then you have to take action, you know, because you can you can sit down, look at the numbers, give yourself a lot of excuses, you know, but if uh, if you don't go ahead and start 
one step at a time, you are not going to to get anything done. You know, uh, you're not going to get anything done. Uh, so that those are the key things. You know, if anyone is afraid of uh, property, you know, I I I will always tell everyone that you know property is a very good business. It's proven. You know, you know, it works. That that's that's what I say. It works. Yeah. Now you had one major concern when you started, weren't you? You had one yeah. big concern that you were thinking, oh, I don't know if this is, you know, you got it academically, you got it on those three, that three day training. It was like, yep, I get this, but yeah. what yeah. was that? But <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, uh, but the, the, the key thing was uh, because I was thinking of the fact that, you know, I am, I'm originally not from the UK, you know, I'm here, you know, why will somebody wants to sell his property to me? If I go and, and knock the door of someone that wants to buy a property, oh, please, uh, you, you need to invest in my deal, you know, would they believe in me? You know, so that was a key concern, you know, for me, you know, but um, I had to change my mindset, you know, and actually asked this question when I was in the training, you know, and then they told me it's all about you. It's all about believing in yourself. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from, you can achieve it in property, you know? So once I understood this, you know, I decided I have to go for it. You know, if um, your background is not, uh, is, it doesn't matter, you know, you can achieve it wherever you, you are from, you know. It doesn't matter whether you speak to somebody and they hear a different accent, you know, and uh, or you speak to a builder and then they think, oh, you know, are, are you the owner of this property, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, but the key thing is believing in yourself you know understanding your why and then taking the action you know i think those are the key the key thing and, and getting that education as well you know uh, is very key because that's what um you have the education and then you have a network of people you know that are doing uh, similar things like yourself that can encourage you you know that you can you know, lean on, you know, if you have a challenge, you know that somebody must have had that challenge before, you know. So if yeah. you have that network, it gives you that confidence to keep doing it, you know. And yeah. once you've done your first one, you know, you always have the confidence to do the second one, do the third one. And um, and that's it, really, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been fascinating to hear your journey. And I know that you are currently working on a, another development, which yeah, is commercial yeah. commercial units, and you're going through yeah. planning for that. So maybe another episode, you can come back and tell us how that development is all working out for you. Um, yeah, but thank yeah, you so much for your time. It's been fantastic to, to hear how you've achieved what you've achieved. It's been incredible. Thank you so much for your time, Andrew. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Carolina. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Wow, what an episode. It really had it all. It had the baby buy to lets, it had the lack of confidence at the beginning, it had skepticism and worries about not being taken seriously in the industry, um, all the way through to following the system, doing everything that he was taught to do 
um, by putting out there, talking to people, raising money from complete strangers on social media. Now that really is getting out of your comfort zone. But all overall, what I took from Andrew is he is incredibly humble. He's always moving forward. Every year he wants to grow, develop, build the business further. And while he was made redundant back in 2016, that really, really hurt. Now that COVID's hit and he's lost his uh, contracts in the oil and gas industry, it doesn't hurt as much. And he's a completely different place to what he was just of four short years ago. I, I loved his approach to everything about building his confidence as well as building his angel investors confidence in him. And I've taken a lot away from the fact that every year he's just moving forward. You can join people just like Andrew and myself on our Facebook community page. This property, it's called uh, Property Wealth System community page uh, where you can connect with like-minded people. Look forward to hearing and seeing you next time.